Good evening, everyone. Welcome to the new Passion for Epic series. I'm your host, Jam, and this evening we're all actually lucky enough to be joined by one of the Epic Cash community members. I'm really excited to be able to provide this platform in which anyone within the Epic Cash community can tell us all about their personal projects. And of course, these podcasts can then act as a supporting mechanism for their Epic Fund Me initiatives. But it would also be really awesome just to hear everyone's individual journeys with Epic Cash as well. So I don't want it to just sound like it's, it's limited to projects. You know, anything goes pretty much. Anyway, without further ado, I'd like to introduce our guest on the show tonight. Her name is Kim, a.k.a. Bad Wolf, and she's been working on a number of security-related projects for Epic Cash. So, Kim, welcome to the show. How are you doing this evening? Or I think maybe afternoon with your time zone, I believe, but how are you getting on? It is. It's, it's afternoon. Um, thank you very much. I'm doing great. We have sunshine, so I'm doing wonderful. Summer awesome. just started a couple of days ago. <laughs> great to hear. It sounds like where you are is a little bit hotter than uh, than where I am. So that, um, that's enjoy. about 32 here. So it's not too bad, but it's nice and hot. <laughs> that's great to hear. Okay, well, why don't we start with the basics and uh, introduce yourself and tell us about your Epic Cash journey and a little bit about yourself. Okay, um, so my name is Kim. I, gosh, I think I well, I met Max before he uh, before he started Epic Cash, just a little bit before he started, and then I kind of followed it a little bit, and I started to get into it about a year and year and a half ago, I think. And um, then it, there's a quite a learning curve. So I spent a lot of time in the channels just learning and then um, got really interested in some of the, the different channels that were out there. And then uh, one day, um, Mother Trucker, so Donna, she decided that we should have a security channel. And then she decided that I, I should uh, run it. So she made one. And she... <laughs> well volunteered. Um, so that was wonderful and so i've met some i've met such great people so um i've spent time talking to islo and yoga and you and uh max of course and um and mother trucker and lots of people in the ladies the ladies group and it's really it's an absolutely amazing community so my journey started um yeah probably uh, just before you had the the issue of your goal last april and so i kind of left things for a bit and let them get back on track and then really got in and started to figure it out and so it's gone from there to um, uh, participating in the community and then doing the security channel. And from there, it's gotten to creating different things that people have asked me about and um, just getting to know where we're going, like where we're going next. So you find yourself added to a whole bunch of different channels. You go, wow, I had no idea we were doing this or we were doing that. <laughs> and, and then you text Islo or you text Yoga and you go, what the hell are we talking about in this channel? And how do I catch up really quickly? And then it's fascinating to see how far this whole community has uh, has gotten. So I did that and expanded it to my business network. And we've been doing workshops well every Friday for uh, about the middle of June, I guess. So just getting people into that idea of um, DeFi and wallets, and then from there moving them into how do they get their money into those? It's a little different in Canada. It, we don't have quite as many options. Um, and then, yeah, getting them, getting it into their businesses and things. So that's what we've been doing over the summer. Awesome. Well, I, before we you know do a little bit of detailed information on your project, 
Would you mind telling me how, you know, where the passion comes from with security? Now, I note that on your Twitter, you've got, you know, you're interested in you work in AI, cybersecurity and designing even AI. So where does that passion stem from exactly? Um, when I was, I guess when I went back to university, I wanted to be a lawyer and we didn't have the right, <laughs> <All courses>. right. <laughs> we didn't have the right courses where I lived and I didn't want to move. So I went, well, you know, CompSci looks cool. So I just went, jumped into CompSci and seven years later and two degrees later, I really loved AI and I really loved, um, the idea was to design smart textbooks. That's what I went in thinking I would do. And, um, and I did stuff like that for a while. And then I uh, worked, I made bots for Bitfinex and I designed AI and math programs and kind of went from there to doing private consulting with companies and restructuring their their technology or creating new technology for it. If you need something to run faster or cooler or um, just to know if you can do what you want to do or you need a new system. And then sometimes I got to do the cool stuff, which is just creating new programs in AI. So that love of doing that, I think, um, just comes from the, the beauty and the patterns that is that's in decision making like that and making them better means making them more mimic more what you would think or what you would want them to do so the computer only does what you want it to do and the fun in doing it is how do we find the right math formula that most aligns with um you know what you'd like the outcomes of this to be if you would like to know what books to read or you would like to know um what kind of programs you want to put into your computer or anything you would like to know what kind of answers you want and how do we find the math formulas that get you the closest to that and then there's always the fun of the chaos variables because who doesn't love those and that's ai is built on putting in these little chaos variables where you roll the dice just like you do with people so that's kind of where that love came from i just realized that i love making it uh do i wrote things that um could write poetry and uh, things that could help kids study novels you know work with the kids and, and move along with the kids so if you're reading animal farm the program will learn about animal farm as the child learns about animal farm and pull out the different concepts and go deeper and at the same rate that the that the student goes deeper so it was a lot of fun so that's kind of where where that came from sure I, I mean i would uh, i would love to be able to converse with you on the topics that you've just been discussing uh, and your passions but I think you may need to give me some sort of 101 on those areas because my, my knowledge is literally zero so this this would be um, a great time to probably start uh, listening into some of your projects I think and, and the technology and the ideas behind it um, but you know okay so let's uh, let's start with uh, I know you have three epic fun initiatives on the go and, and lots of different projects but I think the one today if I'm not mistaken, is specifically about your Telegram bot that you've been working really hard on. So, you know, why don't you start telling us about that and, and what's it all about? Okay. Um, so the Telegram bot kind of goes back to that question you asked, which I probably realized I really didn't answer, which is what is it about security that draws me? And that's where the Telegram bot kind of came from. The more you get into technology and the more you get into any kind of advanced technology, the more you realize how vulnerable people can be. And the more you're drawn to trying to show them how to stay as safe as they can be, and you'll find that that runs through most of our industry. Uh, so that is where, as I got to know the community, what I got to see was the, the uh, places where there were gaps in knowledge or 
gaps in understanding that we're leading to people having bad experiences instead of good experiences. And we can't stop all of them, but security is ultimate. Every time you do anything new on your computer, if you, you, you should really understand it. And if you do understand it, and if you don't understand it, there's different levels of security that you should have on your computer to protect yourself. And that's where this Telegram bot kind of came in when I had been talking to different people in the communities. And um, we've had people, not a lot of them, but sometimes people do, they get taken um, with people pretending to be admins. And so what the point of this bot, it, it'll have a couple, phase one will have a couple of uh, main features. And one of them is an ability to verify admins easily. So if you look at the, if when this bot comes out in the first phase, what you want to do is allow your the members in each channel to verify the admins. And then you're stuck with that thing that says, well, how does that new member even know how to do that? So what we did is we built in a function or we're building in a function where when a new member comes into a channel, they will get a DM sent to them from this bot. And in there will be instructions on how to verify that you're talking to an admin with the functions that we'll give them. There will be wow. a sticky Fantastic. menu. Oh, I, I'm so excited about that part. And there will be a sticky menu, which means the buttons don't go away. So the bot has sent you a DM, which means it's it's in your list of uh, things you can go back to, uh, members you can go back to, and you will see these sticky buttons. So you don't have to remember as somebody maybe, you know, not not big in technology. You don't have to remember how to find the information. They'll be there. And those buttons then will tell you um, there'll be a list of channels, you know, the basic channels, so people know which ones are the basics. There'll be an introduction to Epic. There'll be um, some security basics that will run them through. That was Max's request. <laughs> run them through some security basics, just just the basics. There'll be um, some resources, links, other things we might want to put in there. And always that, that instruction on how to verify will be kind of front and center. So if you're not, if you're not familiar with technology, you don't need to remember to hit the backslash or remember to do that because you you have to do that and that's okay for most things. But if you're really scared and nobody can answer your question and you're worried about your money, I wanted to put in something where you didn't have to think and you didn't have to remember if you were unfamiliar with technology. So remembering to hit the backslash and, and type things in, that's something that people need to learn in Telegram so that they can get the most out of the, the amazing bots that um, other people like Islo have made in the other channels. This is for that time when you don't have anybody to ask and you're not thinking clearly. Now you have a button that's right there. So that's mostly what this one is about. Um, we want to ease that onboarding for newcomers. So it, there'll be lots of things we can put in there. Uh, I know you've made a quiz for newcomers. We want to put in the basic security, different things like that. Uh, we want to protect newcomers if we can, as much as we can anyway. And we want to reduce the work for admins. So. The other thing this will do will be, it will simplify communication. If we're going to ban a, some kind of a, a scammer or a criminal mm -hmm. in one channel, and there'll be a process to verify that we don't we don't want people just banning everybody, but there will be a process, and then that way it can be banned across most channels because not every admin can be online all the time. So this way we can up the the odds that it'll get banned right away and won't get a chance to to grab onto anybody who's new. And we can also then, in phase two, perhaps set it up to send like a, a daily uh, news post, if you will, something where you can send daily or weekly announcements uh, about events, about shows, about any, any other updates, things that are happening. 
So it would be like a little newsletter that would go through kind of once a day, once a week, whatever people decided they'd like. So it's got sure. some phases. Yeah, the first one, we want to get the admins. We want to see if we can start banning across all the channels and, um, and then get them that onboarding menu. Now, I've been a part of God knows how many Telegram groups I've joined in terms of crypt the cryptocurrency space. And I mean, maybe you can correct me if I'm wrong here because you're far more aware of such projects than I am. But I've never seen, in my experience, a Telegram group that will have this level of you know, this amount of functions and security related technology integrated into a, an Epic Cash community. Sorry, a crypto community Telegram. Is is this unique? Because to me, from an outsider, it sounds very unique. I think so, and I think it's one of the differenti- differentiators that that we really we fall into just so nicely in Epic because we have such committed people, such a committed community, such a knowledgeable community. We have admins that are absolutely committed to their channels, and because of that, we're far ahead of the game anyway. And what I wanted to do with this bot is try to to simplify some things for admins, try to take a little bit off their shoulders. They still have to be involved in, in the banning and the, and do some approvals and things. But as we grow into more channels, as there comes, um, people are doing more than just monitoring their channels. They're doing many other things in Epic. So let's simplify some of the things that we can, if it's possible. And I think you're right. I, I don't remember, I've never seen, a DeFi, especially a DeFi community that cares this much about its people. And I think that is going forward, going to be one of the differentiators. That's one of people's huge fears in cryptocurrency is getting sure. scammed, getting in, not even by a random criminal that gets into the Telegram channel, but just by a community that's not trustworthy. And we have really proven that these communities are run by people who care and people who will help you. Well, my next actual query was where the idea came from. Now, I remember a an unfortunate story and event i think maybe two or three months ago i, I can't remember now but um it involved eight eighteen thousand epic cash being stolen now was that part of a, a light bulb moment that made you think that this is necessary or were you already working on it before that that unfortunate event happened no that was probably the the light bulb moment when i helped bill and he's got an epic fund me and he has been absolutely wonderful he i helped him as much as you can help in that situation and he, he did everything i asked him to do he took that the free security training he took uh, he did everything he a couple other things i asked him to do just to up his security knowledge and awesome. he's been absolutely wonderful about un- trying like learning to understand what happened and that was one of the triggers and then i've spent a bit of time um talking to islo talking to yoga talking to some other people about is there something that would make it easier? Could we federate? That means going across all the channels. Could we federate something that you're doing anyway, but wouldn't it be nice if you didn't have to do it in every channel? But yes, Bill's unfortunate accident was one of the triggers. And I remember I was talking to Max one day and I said, well, you know, there's a function for that. We can, we can verify admins. And he said, good, let me know when you figure out how much. (laughs) Okay. So I where it always starts where max says hey let me know how much that costs when you figure it out (laughs) (laughs) okay so um in terms of the funding of this project me and you have spoken a few times on on you working on this but you know how is it 
how is it getting paid for if you don't mind is it simply via the epic fund initiative and, and how much time do you do you see yourself putting in every single week on this on this um this project of yours well the project itself right now i'm trying to trim down phase one so that we can get something out there to people and they can really see the the value in this it will be funded through an epic fund me and I haven't put that up yet because I am still working with um, with my developers and with hosting options, things like that. We want to keep the security up really high. This is cryptocurrency. This is DeFi. And this is um, a bot with functionalities that is going to tick off a whole big you know, part of the criminal population. So you want to be careful when you're doing that. And in being careful, you up the time and the money commitment, but we're trying to then bring that back down. So it will be funded with an epic fund me and um i'm trying to as soon as i get the final um the final project layout work so i know exactly what i want to do for phase one i'll put it up on the epic fund me and then i'm hoping that we could possibly have it up and running you know within about two weeks of the beta one anywhere the alpha that i would put out to probably 10 or 15 people to try and then we could get the beta out by the end of the summer that's what i'm kind of hoping so uh, it depends on when the money comes in a bit because uh, I'm not doing all of it myself. I could. I wrote the, the proof of concept for it, but I, I do have a company and a job, so I want, I want to <laughs> If I do it myself, it'll be longer coming. Um, I have a wonderful team in uh, people in Switzerland, I have people in other countries, and uh, there's just this amazing pool of people out there that I've amassed kind of over the last few years. And I've had really good responses. So yes, we'll get it out in an Epic Fund Me. I'm trying to get phase one down to approximately maybe two weeks of full-time work for someone. And then I want to get it out there with, with a, a price tag kind of attached to it so that there's money I'll have to lay out for that as well. So it'll kind of get started when, when some money starts to come in. And, and it is a community and it's a, it's a, a democratic community. So it'll be a good test of, I think this is great. Bill would probably think this is great, but does does the community at large, do they think it's great? Is this the right time and the right place for them as well? And understanding that it is a, a community, a democratic community, it's full of, it's all run by volunteers and just participants. Where's that that kind of price feature balance that makes it attainable so we can get something out there and help to start to protect people, but not put a burden on um, on the community that's already there and doing their best to to pay for things. So that's kind of where we are now. I'll get it out in an epic fund me, and that will give us the idea of what the community thinks about this and how important they think it is right now, or maybe they think it, it's not quite time for it yet. So we'll see that when we get it out there. Sure. Well, I mean, I can certainly say that I'm looking forward to seeing the alpha and the beta. And obviously when it's fully implemented, it's, it's only going to bring help and security to to the community from hackers and scammers. And I don't think, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong again, you're the expert, not me, but I don't think you can ever make something 100% safe proof and hacker proof and scammer proof. But I think with this implementation, it certainly gets as close as we can possibly get. Um, but is there anything else you would like to add before we wrap the episode up today? I'm not sure. I think just that I always think security is the most important thing we do in anything um, because everything else we do, we're doing it online these days. So I think it's vitally important and lots of people are doing lots of things about it already. So 
Um, I don't think so. I want to get the, bait, the the first plan out there. I want to make it as affordable as we can to see if the community is interested and if they are, if it's fundable, and then just get it started and get it out there. And I think it'll do a lot of good. Awesome. Fantastic. Well, if anyone is interested in talking about their own personal and, and journey or involvement with Epic Cash, please, please do reach out to me and let's make a Passion for Epic episode out of it. As I said earlier, it would be awesome to hear as many individual stories and individual projects, just like Kim today has provided us all with. And I think it will provide big help in making our community even stronger than it already is. And it sounds a little bit crazy to say that our community can get even stronger because it's, it's so strong already, but we can always improve. Kim, thanks ever so much for telling your story today. It's really appreciated and uh, taking us to your exciting project. And like I said earlier, I'm really looking forward to seeing the final product. Um, is oh, there, you. you know, would you like to tell everyone about where they can follow you, perhaps LinkedIn or Twitter or, or others? Oh, sure. Um, I'm on LinkedIn as uh, just my name and it's K-I-M-S-C-O-F. So it's just the first seven letters, Kim Schofield. And um, I'm on Twitter, as you can see the name on here is Techie Princess and there, and uh, Blonde Bad Wolf. So there's two on there if, if people want to follow on there. And um, that would be, yeah, that would be great. And thank awesome. you very much for being able to talk about this. No, my pleasure. Absolutely my pleasure. Well, thank you to everyone for tuning in this evening or, or listening on repeat. I hope you all enjoyed it. And I really look forward to speaking with our next Epic Cash community member on episode two. Thanks all. Thanks, Tim.